This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Emma McClarkin, CEO of the British Beer and Pub Association. We're here to discuss last orders, how 2,000 pubs will be at risk of closure without help in the budget. Thank you for joining us, Emma. Thank you. You're most welcome. Emma, please tell us about your role at the British Beer and Pub Association. Well, I get the very proud honour of representing the Great British Pub and our Great British Brewers in the BBPA and the work that we do. And we're really the voice for brewers and pubs and connecting their voice to that of the decision makers and politicians and hopefully influencing the government to make the right decisions to support our sector. Obviously, we have to draw attention to how important are pubs and breweries to local communities and what impact do they have on the wider economy? Well, we've done a recent survey, actually, revealed that 69% of the nation recognise a pub as an important asset to its community. And they're very, very concerned about what might happen in terms of loneliness um, increasing without that community asset there to provide that place where people can go connect as humans, have a conversation and really stay well mentally. So we know how important it is to the great British public because it's not just that we're businesses and adding that economic factor in. We also bring enormous social value. And that is something that we really, really need to protect. It's part of our culture, the fabric of our society. But we really need to fight for it if we want these pubs to still be open and providing that great British beer. Because these are quite challenging times literally facing the pub and brewery sector. So how are they impacting businesses and employees? Well, for many, I have to say, this is a make or break moment. Um, having survived everything with the pandemic and being closed for the longest of all the sectors, many of our publicans used up every resource that they possibly could to survive. And with the very strong headwinds that we're seeing, you know, with cost inflation really biting and those astronomical energy prices that we're seeing come through for our pubs and our brewers, they're really at the end of their resources in order to stay afloat. So we desperately need support from the government to see us through this current headwinds. And beer duty freeze would do a hell of a lot to help us, not only because it will help our pubs, it will help our brewers, it will also help consumers because, of course, they're facing a cost of living crisis and making very difficult decisions about what they can afford to do. And we want a pint in the pub to be an affordable visit for everybody. Indeed. And we'll come back to that um, later on in our discussion, because obviously the British Beer and Pub Association, you're calling for in the coming spring budget some support for the sector and you obviously want to help pubs and breweries to thrive how can the government support that initiative well as i said you know we're really struggling with those energy costs that's probably the number one from our pubs and our brewers is the the pain of those costs so you know i was at a pub actually only this morning and somebody said you know my bills have tripled and how am i supposed to recover that when the cost of food the cost of drink the cost of everything in my pub has gone through the roof it's very very difficult football is falling at the same time so you know there's enormous things that we need the government to really hold their feet to the fire of these energy supply companies to make sure that we get access to fair rates so we can actually begin to tackle these energy costs and making sure they're passing on as that wholesale price drops, that those costs are coming down for everybody, because otherwise you'll see these energy companies that are profiteering. And unfortunately, our pubs closing their doors for good and business failure. We don't want to see that. So we really need them to be quite aggressive in monitoring the energy markets, as well as giving us, of course, that headroom 
that headroom in taxation. We're one of the heaviest tax industries in hospitality. In the beer sector specifically, we pay 11 times more the beer tax than they do in Germany. And every pound in three that are spent at the pub goes directly to the exchequer. We are a heavily taxed industry. We really would love to see a beer duty freeze supporting our pubs, a draft discount to support people coming in, drinking beer in the pub as well. But in the long term, we're going to need to see business rates come down to help us with regenerating the high street. Other businesses on the high street that are dependent on the pubs being open too, they are deeply impacted. So we really need support from the government in this moment. When I was preparing for this interview with you, one of my colleagues said, why are beer prices higher at some outlets and not at others? It is a regional factor. You know, some places are more expensive. They'll have greater overheads in in the city of London, for example. And their energy costs, because their buildings are bigger, may also be higher. So everything is at scale. And actually, no business is protected from the cost inflations that we're seeing. Some businesses are in better shape. They're able to absorb more of those costs but they will be getting um, lower and lower on uh, on their own resources by doing so. And many of them are at that brink. They are at that breaking point where they're saying, you know, I've got nowhere left to go. I've used up every resource I possibly can. I cannot absorb more of these energy costs. I'm going to have to start passing on to my consumer. But then that becomes a vicious cycle because then you feel you might be pushing your customers away by putting the prices up. So many people try to hold off for as long as they can. But of course, there's only so much that these businesses can bear. And that's why any headroom at all that we can be given when it comes to the price of beer and reducing that beer tax really helps everybody there. It helps the pubs, it helps the brewers, and it helps the consumers. So that is the one thing that we really hope the Chancellor announces is a beer freeze on the, the 15th of March. So how important is the energy bill relief scheme for pubs and breweries and what impact will its expiration have on the sector? Well, it's been huge. Um, it is in uh, really eye-watering the increases that we have seen for the industry and they simply have no way of recovering those costs. They, they were already struggling to break even post the pandemic and as we rebuild our trade and rebuild our businesses. And so those costs are, are extreme. The energy relief scheme has been a lifesaver for many. It really has. But unfortunately, it is going to drop off from the end of March with extremely narrow application of any relief moving forwards. And that is something that is going to really accelerate business failure. And actually, we are seeing an, an acceleration in pubs closing their doors and business failure now than we've even seen during the height of the pandemic. And that's when their doors were permanently closed. So it just shows how significant the impact of that has been. This report has been there. It will be removed. We need something else to help us keep trading. So these are very challenging times, but I wanted to ask, what opportunities are there for pubs and breweries to adapt and innovate to meet these changing consumer demands and preferences? You know, it it has been a very difficult and challenging time for our industry, but actually there have been some great adaptions that have come out of this. Um, People having to make it cost efficiencies, energy efficiencies throughout the the pandemic and in the energy crisis, learning that they need to put sustainability at the heart of their agenda. But, you know, the great adaptions came with the extensions of putting out marquees outside um, in pubs, um, extending their footprints 
some people putting in pizza ovens and you know doing and adapting their businesses and, and really trying to find different ways to reach out I, I frequently work from a pub and uh, luckily for me as the British Beer and Pub Association nobody bats an eyelid but you know people working from home don't necessarily want to be at their kitchen table morning noon and night so you know going to the pub now becomes an office away from the office and it's just another environment that we can feel you know home away from home in and I really want to give credit to my industry for the resilience that they have shown in the face of all these challenges that they continue to adapt, continue to want to serve their communities because they really have this deep passion to work in hospitality and serve people. And that is um, something that really spurs me on when I'm defending the industry. You mentioned innovation in the industry. Do you think microbreweries have a big part to play? I think everybody has a big part to play in this, but the excitement in our microbreweries uh, who are really struggling right now, really, really struggling. The smaller producers really finding it harder to make ends meet. But they bring in this variety, this diversity um, and a flavor sensation that inspires other companies that are further up the chain. You know, we really need to challenge ourselves about what our relevance is in the market, what our new products and innovation is. And they're doing all sorts within the brewing process as well to reduce emissions. Fantastic things where they're saving so much on their carbon, working on that roadmap to net zero and all in the face of these challenges. So there is a great deal of innovation in something that is, yes, part of our heritage. And beer has been brewed for centuries. And it's something that we're very, very proud of. And we're world renowned for our British beer as well. But this innovation coming in, also in the low and no products, it has been phenomenal. You know, you don't have to go and have an alcoholic beer. You can have a fantastic non-alcoholic beer now. And the flavor is there and the competition to keep creating great tasting products with low ABV is really, really strong. And I'm very proud of what they bring to the table um, across the board on that. What I heard recently was about this long live the local petition. Can you tell me a bit more about that and how people can support the campaign to save local pubs? Well, our long live the local campaign is our campaign from the grassroots to really shout the message to the politicians about how important our local pub is. And we're very, very lucky that we've had hundreds of thousands of people sign our petition over the years. And even in this moment, you can do so by going to Long Live the Local and signing online and sending a message not only to number 10, but also to your constituency MP to say, in my area, these pubs really matter to me. My brewers really matter to me. And I want you to support them because they're important to my community. And so that campaign has really grown in strength. I had a drop in only this week at Westminster with over 70 MPs that came along to also support the Long Live the Local campaign. And hopefully together we can really bring it home to the government that we want to see support for this industry. We want it to survive so that other generations can also um, have their home away from home in the local pub. So if you were to have an opportunity to sit down with the government and the Chancellor what would you say would be the top three things that you would be looking to get from that meeting? We really need to be able to bring down the cost of doing business. We have um, an extreme opportunity to grow, actually, our sector, to create more jobs. But with the cost of doing business right now, it is, it's making it incredibly difficult to even break even. So I would say to them, you know, reduce the beer duty. And if you can't reduce it, freeze it. We need to see that draft discount implemented to encourage people to come and drink beer in their local pub. Um, and that will be a big difference as well. But we need to see business rates coming down. 
And we need to see the challenge on VAT. Of course, you don't pay VAT in supermarkets, but you do when you go to your local pub. And that is something that we'd also like to see for the long term reformed. But in this very moment, we really need the pressure to be put on the energy companies to make sure they're passing on the discounts in the wholesale prices, that we're accessing fair rates and we're not discriminated as hospitality by paying incredibly high risk premiums because it is the one factor that I have to say is closing more businesses right now than anything else. Our audience at Podcast Radio Business will be listening to this eagerly and hopefully some of them may even be in their local pub. How can they show their support for this campaign and also for the beer industry and pub industry generally? Well, if you don't use your local pub, you may lose it. And that is the reality of the situation right now. So we ask asking people, we know it's difficult. We know there's a cost of living crisis. People have to make very difficult choices. But if you can go out and support them, it will make a huge difference. And it will be enormously appreciated in this moment. Of course, they can also support the Long Live the Local campaign by signing up our petition and emailing their MPs. This is something that they can also add in to say, you need to stand up for this industry and this sector above others. Ultimately, it is keep having that love affair with the Great British Pub. When I was doing many interviews during the pandemic, but many of those were international ones, you know, people outside in other parts of the world, from Brazil to Japan, Australia, all worried about the Great British Pub, even though they had their own pubs. Um, <laughs> but they were worried about ours because there's something really special about what we have. They wanted to know that when they come to the UK, they can still go to the pub, have a Great British pint, and also their lovely fish and chips, and have that experience that they really genuinely feel that they don't get anywhere else. And if we can appreciate that and make the policymakers recognise that we're an economic but also social value to our community, then hopefully we'll be set for the future. That's brilliant. So where can our listeners go online to maybe support these endeavours or get more information about the British Beer and Pub Association? Yep. No, please uh, go online. Uh, we've got longlivethelocal.pub and they can also support that there. If you go to the British Beer and Pub Association's website as well, you'll find out more information about the work that we're doing. Also, there is support there for publicans. So if you are a publican out there and you are struggling and you want to connect with us or you want to get some advice, please do get in touch. Um, we're there for everybody that wants to support this industry and make it great. Emma McClarkin. CEO of the British Beer and Pub Association, thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business.